Welcome to the audio podcast, the weekly sermon of the First Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. We continue our multi-access worship both online in our recently renovated sanctuary. Sunday morning service is in person at 11 a.m. and we are live on firstchurchbrooklyn.org as well as the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Now, this week's message. The Lord be with you. In a moment, I'm going to invite you into a conversation about hearing voices, the kind of voices that are helpful and necessary for us to hear if we are to be God's people. But before I dive into that, please allow me a moment of personal privilege to say thank you to my loved ones both family and friends, who are here today. And I'd like you to hear their names, and I'm going to embarrass you by asking you to stand up briefly. Karen Noble, my wife. Rachel and Josh Nicholson, daughter and son-in-law. Friend Gail Beer, who plays piccolo in our band. Tess Rittersbach, another friend who plays trombone in our band. Thank you for standing. You can sit. (laughs) It means a lot to me to have your support and witness as I begin this new relationship with the good people of First Presbyterian. Hearing your voices of encouragement and wisdom are always a blessing for me. Thank you for coming. And I give thanks for all those here at First Presbyterian who worked so hard during the busy holiday schedules to meet with me and to hear me, to hear my story, and so I could hear your story and invite me to come and serve as interim pastor. Thank you. And that leads me to say, what a privilege it is. What a privilege it is to step into this pulpit where so many voices, so many significant voices of wisdom right here for 200 years. To add my voice to the heritage of preaching and praying and leading the First Presbyterian is an honor. In our scripture reading today, we are called to join Jesus on the banks of the River Jordan as he steps into the water to be baptized by John the Baptist. It is rather shocking to find him here at the river, taking his place in a line of repentant sinners who wish to be submerged in the waters, having their sins or transgressions washed away, then raised to new life oriented to God's purposes. Why is Jesus here at the river? To join us, to begin hearing us, And so we may hear him speak to us about God's love. He wants to start a life-giving conversation. Then just as he's coming up out of the water, the story goes, he sees the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending like a dove on him. And the spirit descends and a voice comes from heaven speaking to him, you are my son, the beloved, with whom I am well pleased. 
as Jesus begins a public ministry that will surely test him in every way. He hears God's voice assuring him that he is loved. And certainly over the next three years of his ministry, he must look back on that and he must remember that voice that it gives him comfort and strength and assurance that God does love him. And then God's spirit descends on him, claiming him as God's own and calling him into service for God's purposes. With Luca's baptism, we've just enacted this scene ourselves. Hearing God's promises of gracious love and hearing God's call to Lucas and to us to be available for God's purposes. What is God's dream for the future as a congregation and how do we know it? One way is to listen. To listen to each other, to this community in which God has planted this church, to our fellow travelers in other churches here in the neighborhood and throughout the presbytery, and to intentionally listen for God's voice that accompanies all of these conversations. And I'd like to start by hearing your voice. I want to know you. What are your hopes and dreams? What are your fears? What makes you who you are? I want to hear what brought you here to First Presbyterian and what keeps you here and what you hear calling God calling you and this church to be and to do. And I want to understand how you use your voice. How do you share the peace and mercy of Christ? How do you speak the truth in love? How do you share compassion with others here in this congregation and throughout the community? I want to hear you. And I wonder how well we know each other's stories of our lives. And if we knew them a little better, might our lives and our ministries be even richer? I was with a church once that asked a similar question about its community. What if we went out there and asked about the stories of these neighborhoods? The result was relationships that we couldn't have imagined otherwise. I believe that in your voices, the community's voices, the presbytery's voices, God inspires us to dream about life as it could be. I once had a very involved father of a teenager in a youth group I was leading. He felt some sort of urging, I would say from God, to go on a mission trip with his daughter and our youth group, and we were headed to Mexico. He learned a lot on that trip about serving others in ways that honored their cultural norms. And he joined us as we opened our Bibles each evening to hear God's voice for us. And as we prayed for each other in our ministry and for our hosts, when we returned home, he suddenly had an intent on starting an adult mission team at the church and was inspired even more to establish a mission team for the whole presbytery. This was his joy meeting the needs of the world. He heard God's voice, however it was he did that. Others affirmed in him what he had heard, and they joined together to meet the needs of the community. That church, that presbytery, were never the same. 
This is fundamentally Presbyterian. That God places us in relationships in order to work out our salvation and God's purposes together. It is essential that pastors work with elders and congregations, not by themselves. For elders to work as a team of spiritual leaders, not individually. And we have committees, not with one member each, but several working hand in hand, and sessions and boards of deacons and presbyteries, because, because it is together that we are best able to discern God's voice guiding us and teaching us and challenging us. Let's not work alone. Let's invite others to join us to share the journey. Here's how I would like to start. I invite you to meet with me so I can hear your voice and perhaps a bit of the community voice in you. Then I can better preach God's word and serve as your interim pastor in a way that speaks to you. I'll be carrying a schedule with me most of the time, and you can contact me to set up a time we can sit down together and talk. Listening to the voices around us will help sharpen our understanding of who God is calling us to be and what we are being called to do. Why does that matter now? Because I believe God is at work right now, preparing a new voice. Somewhere out there, the Holy Spirit is at work shaping a life and beginning to grant a vision to one whose voice will be heard someday from this pulpit as your new installed pastor. And we will prepare the way for that new voice by clearly expressing who we believe we are becoming as God's first Presbyterian Church of Brooklyn. What is on the horizon for us? We will know by listening, listening to the voices around us, God's voice and Jesus' voice in Scripture, the Holy Spirit's voice in our hearts, the voices of our community and world and presbytery colleagues, and your voice that will bring all this together on a day that we will surely celebrate. In a moment, we will gather at this table where Jesus said he will meet us. He promises to feed us here, to strengthen us for the journey ahead, to assure us that he is present still and loves us and still speaks to us through his spirit if we will listen. Come to the table. Be ready to hear a word from God that may nourish you and send you out to use your gifts for those you meet. Now, let us take a moment of silence to reflect and to listen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. We trust you were fed as well as challenged by the content. This audio archive supplements a video library of the entire service. The video, along with music from our internationally recognized gospel choir, is available on firstchurchbrooklyn.org. We provide multi-access worship options both in person 
and online Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are live in the sanctuary, as well as firstchurchbrooklyn.org and the church Facebook page at facebook.com slash firstchurchbrooklyn. All one word, no spaces. Visit firstchurchbrooklyn.org for more information on both online and in-person worship. Remember that now, as always, you are loved.